You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Welcome to Talk Fusion. This is your host, Autumn Simmons. Welcome to our Wednesday episode, which is our final episode for the second season of Talk Fusion. And as I promised, we'd have a wonderful show for you today. The song that we came in with was Atlantic All Aboard, which comes to us from Trinidad. June is National Caribbean Heritage Month, just in time for summer. If you happen to reside in the greater Philadelphia area, or perhaps will be in town Sunday, June 30th, Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group will be hosting their first annual multicultural festival, Concert of Colors, in Fairmont Park, near the Man Music Center, And this is an event you don't want to miss because Philadelphia has a great deal of culture. And if you've been to a Dune Day and if you're going to be attending Global Fusion in July, you don't want to miss this event, the Multicultural Festival Concert 
of Colors, hosted by Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group. On the line today, I'm joined by one of the founders of Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group, Thalia Johnson. Welcome to Talk Fusion, Thalia. How are you? I'm fine. Good morning. So I would like to ask you, Thalia, what inspired the formation of your organization, Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group? Well, basically, there's an American and another Caribbean founder who was actually from Tobago who came together to draw up a vision in Philadelphia of bringing the art and culture of the Caribbean in our city. We have a large Caribbean population in Philadelphia that wants to see different culture and art and music from their country being displayed. There are other events or activities that happen throughout the summertime, but it's only once a year. And what we decided together is to try to create activities or events throughout the whole year that will bring all the Caribbean cultures and the American culture together to celebrate the art of their culture throughout the whole year. When we speak mm-hmm. of the Caribbean, could you be more specific about the different regions that are represented through a festival such as the Multicultural Festival and Concert of Colors, what can we expect? Because the Caribbean is very diverse. Yes, definitely agree with you on that. Most of all the Caribbean countries are recognized through our organization, basically because my other founder is from Trinidad and Tobago. Nationally, we were definitely that representation. But also we like to respect and show the other Caribbean countries such as Antigua, Guyana, Haiti, all these other Caribbean countries that are very fluent in Philadelphia that's always, you know, willing to participate in anything that relates them to their own culture. So we're trying to recognize every Caribbean country that is in the community of Philadelphia. And what about Brazil? Is Brazil also represented through your organization and through this particular festival and concert? Yes, Brazil is also in our logo that was created by Dax Martin Cheese. Brazil also has a flag on our palm tree. Brazil has been recognized on our website. Also, we have taken still pan bands from Brazil and presented it on our website. Our website tries to display a variety of Caribbean countries of their music, culture, and different forms of carnival that they represent throughout the year. And speaking of carnival, could you inform our listeners more about the origin of carnival, what it means? Carnival was definitely established in through the African descent and the history built from there through the Caribbean. I understand that the Caribbean has developed a whole different facet of what Carnival means from where they originated from. But the history of Carnival has expanded in many, you know, avenues such as through the still pan, through the rhythm section when they actually take instruments and just create a rhythm of music that only can be described by the Caribbean people that will make you move or, you know, want to dance or express yourself because the music just goes through your system. So I think the word carnival has a meaning, different meanings to all cultures, but it was established through the African culture, which has basically went down through the Caribbean culture and been expanded, you know, worldwide. 
And, and speaking of still pan, because I did have a chance to visit the website, the Caribbean mm-hmm. Heritage Carnival Group website. It's a very colorful, vivid website, very beautiful, and also had an opportunity to listen to the music as well. And I learned that steel pan is the only instrument to be created in the 20th century. And this is a very unique instrument within itself. And I believe the first time I was ever introduced to the sound of steel pan was during a trip many, many years ago in 1990. We took a cruise to the Caribbean, to Jamaica. I think many people are familiar with it through steel pan through Trinidad as well, but just throughout the Caribbean, steel pan can be heard. Definitely steel pan. Basically, one of the most well-known instruments in the Caribbean, and basically everyone developed their own, you know, sound to it. I mean, you have people that are that form orchestras, and then you have steel pan soloists. So everyone designed their own form of this rhythm being produced through the steel pan. And it has been acknowledged on in the Caribbean and on the American side of something that everyone enjoys. I mean, the steel pan orchestras that are in New York are well known. They travel all around the world. And I personally reached out to a steel pan orchestra from New York called Ed Lib. And Evlib have a group of young people from the Caribbean and Americans and Africans and Haitians, uh, or I could just say people of every culture that have learned the steel pan and is able to duplicate the sound that would come out the Caribbean. So I basically say youth of today took something from the 20th century, as you have stated, and developed it that they can create music of from current and from the past on a steel pan, and it's amazing. I agree. It's very beautiful, <laughs> um, original sound. And um, mm-hmm. I want to ask you more about what's going to be taking place at the first annual Multicultural Festival Concert of Colors. What type of artists and performers are scheduled to perform this year? What can we expect? Okay, what you can expect, which we will start off the beginning of the morning, which will start at 10 o'clock, is our actual festival. And the festival will consist of the steel pan, you know, to start off the morning as the people come in and they will be greeted by the stilt walkers, which we will call the New York Mocha Jumbies. Also, there's a global children's parade that will take place in the early morning that will allow the children to walk around the perimeter of the festival with butterfly wings of their country, representing a culture experience, you know, of being free. It'll be like 30 kids walking around that perimeter at one time, and there will be a young lady by the name of Devin Tyson, which is a new upcoming um, soca artist. She's 12 years old that will host the festival and the parade with the children. Then you will lead into a martial art performance of a local group that wanted to be a part of our organization festival for this year, just to give awareness of how there's art in martial art. Like um, a lot of people don't see it as an art, but it's, it's a beautiful art because it's put together in a performance. So that will also be displayed in the festival in the morning. 
and we will also have a performance from a Puerto Rican dance group called Instant Addiction. So we have added a variety of things to this festival to express multicultural and also the essence of music. We have um, included upcoming gospel artists by the name of Monica Sainor. She came on board a couple weeks ago and wanted to be a part of the festival because not only we're looking to bring an audience of just culture, we also want the Christian and our church people to come out because the festival is open to everyone. We want to see the family-oriented people come out. We want people to bring their children and see how this was all put together just for their enjoyment. We were in the festival with a rhythm section of all the country's music being displayed around about 2.30, right before the concert would start, you know, just for people to listen. You're allowed to bring your chairs and blanket in the festival area and just sit there and just enjoy every culture displayed. And also, this is a ticketed event. For instance, there's the festival and the concert. So I just want the listeners to be informed that you do need tickets for the festival and the concert. It's not just a one thing for all. You have the festival and the concert. And the tickets are $10 for children for the festival. For adults, it's $15. And for the concert, tickets are $20 for children and $40 for adults. What time does the concert actually begin? The concert gates will open at 3 o'clock. It is a gated concert that the only way you will be able to get in is with a ticket. We have separated the festival from the concert due to the fact that it's a live performance and we want to make sure that although we have the festival, everyone who have paid to see the concert, that they will be able to enjoy it with the fact that it's in a venue that we created in Fairmount Park. Mm -hmm. Now, tickets can be purchased online at chcgphilly.com. Can tickets also be purchased at Fairmont Park, or would it be best to purchase them online? They can also purchase tickets at our location office, which is located at 6130 Lancaster Avenue. We're here Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. We will be selling tickets at this location, which are hard tickets. And basically, we're running weekly specials online on our website, on our Facebook group page, you know, just to make people aware that we're trying to give back to the community, also give back to two organizations that have partnered with our event, which is Sister and Daughters, Inc. and Read Across Jamaica. And could you speak a little bit more about Read Across Jamaica and Sisters, Daughters, Inc.? Because on your website, I was very intrigued about their affiliation with Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group. Well, um, we partnered with Read Across Jamaica through the founder, um, Mr. Hopeton Brown. He reached out to Caribbean Heritage and decided the mission that we were leading forth of bringing all cultures together in the multicultural facet, that he would want to be a part of this. And in return, we suggested that with the sales of our tickets, we would contribute to his organization and also use bringing a book 
as a discount on the ticket. So if you are to purchase tickets, if you bring a book, you get $2 off, which will go towards Read Across Jamaica, and the books will be donated to the organization. Sisters Daughters Incorporation, could you relate a little more to us about what exactly Sisters Daughters Incorporation is? Yes, Sisters Daughter Incorporation organization that was established by Miss Bernice Mason, a survivor of, of breast cancer. And it has a significant story and background to this organization. Her and her mother shared um, breast cancer at the same time. Unfortunately, her mom passed on and she just decided that the resources that are out there for breast cancer um, survivors or, you know, people that are, have developed breast cancer, it just was not fluent enough in the city of Philadelphia. And she felt compelled to put her organization together and be able to provide them for resources and give them research information that will help someone. And she formed this organization and have a board. She is a nonprofit organization. And I just love the mission because I have family members that suffer from breast cancer that with this type of resource being given to them, I think they will have a better understanding that someone is in the corner to help them through this trying time. That's reassuring to know that when you purchase either tickets for the festival or the concerts, proceeds for purchasing those tickets will either go to Read Across Jamaica or Sisters Daughters Incorporation. Yes. Okay. With that being said, we're going to take a pause and we're going to come back on the right side and speak more with Leah Johnson, one of the founders of the Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group. So stay with us. We'll be right back. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Slick, 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 slick,
And welcome back to Talk Fusion. This is your host, Autumn Simmons, and I'm still joined by my guest, Thalia Johnson, co-founder of the Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group, as we are discussing the Multicultural Festival Concert of Colors. The song you just heard, Everton Blender, Slick Me Sick, and that song comes to us from Jamaica. Earlier, I mentioned how this month, June, there tends to be many different things going on and just in the summer in general not just the month of june you're familiar with the adunde festival and global fusion which takes place in july so i think it's really neat that the caribbean heritage carnival group is establishing itself because on your website i see that there are going to be events taking place not just in one month like adunde as you mentioned or some of the other festivals they only take place once a year. There's another mm-hmm. event taking place, the Caribbean Tailgate Festival, coming August 2013. Could you speak to us a little bit about what the Caribbean Tailgate Festival is? Well, basically, Caribbean families like to gather together, and so do American families like to gather together, and just in a central location and be able to barbecue or, you know, just have good times you know, family time. And I came up with the idea with my partner that we would rent out a parking lot and allow people to come in and park their cars and, you know, reserve different sections if you have more than, you know, five cars and you want to be in one area. And you're allowed to pull up in this location with your cars and bring your food and, you know, as many people in the car, you know, you would like to bring and just gather together and we are going to have entertainment perform just a bunch of cultures gathering together in the form of a tailgate. Because I am American, you know, I have done the Eagles games and the Phillies games, and you just sit there and you prepare yourself and you walk around, and everybody has their concept of, you know, how the game is going to turn out. And with this, I figure that I'll bring a bunch of families together from different cultures and we'll be able to share different ethnic foods because everyone prepares food. They're all going to come with their coolers or, you know, their barbecue grills and everybody cook. And it's just sharing. It's just sharing and spending quality time with people of other cultures and just learning something different, visiting different countries in the Caribbean. Saturday and Sunday are big family days. And in America... You know, a big day for me was Saturday and Sunday, more so Sunday, when there was events like Unity Day, Super Sunday, when everyone's family would come out and you would just meet people that only maybe lived two or three blocks away, but you didn't socialize with them until you came to this event. So I said I took that concept 
of a Caribbean tailgate because I noticed that everyone travels in the summer to the Caribbean, but no one really travels to Philadelphia. And I just want to try to give Philadelphia its essence of bringing the Caribbean here and bringing tourism and bringing more revenue to Philadelphia to just know that we're on the map. It just we get bypassed because we don't put out enough of information or there's not enough advertisement of what we have to offer as far as culture. And I just want to be a part of one of the organizations that help display that. I agree with you. Philadelphia has a tremendous amount of culture here and there's mm -hmm. so much more. So I think it's a great thing that your organization is bringing the Multicultural Festival Concert of Colors to the forefront because it's very much needed. Now, I also want to talk about the International Parade, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, that's going to be taking place November of this year. What exactly is the International Parade? Okay, Parade is basically another form of Caribbean music that they utilize during the holiday of Christmas. And it's basically just rhythm music, live bands performing on a rhythm section and they sing it in a Latino or in soca. So they mix Spanish music and Caribbean rhythm with this to produce this, this music called Parang. And it's a very joyful music, like we're used as Americans, we're used to jingle bells and our carols. But this becomes in another form of Christmas caroling with a little more rhythm to it. And it allows people to be joyous and celebrate the holiday just in a different, you know, fashion of culture. And I have seen every culture come out and support Parang. It's a big thing that's celebrated up in New York. It's a large Caribbean population in New York. And there's a large Caribbean population here that travels to New York just to be a part of the Parang. Mm -hmm. So I um, did this last year. It turned out pretty good, you know, as far as for my first year. So I'm trying to expand on it by bringing more than one group this year and also inviting other cultures and letting them share this experience of this type of Christmas holiday celebration that the Caribbean do. Thalia, what exactly is soca? Soca is a style of music, Caribbean music, originating out of Trinidad and Tobago. So basically, soca has developed on a large range. Most of the most famous soca artists and a lot of people recognize, you know, soca from Trinidad. I mean, yes, soca is also sung and performed in other Caribbean countries. But from what I have learned, that the most famous soca music has came out of Trinidad, Tobago. And one of the godfathers of soca was Mr. Garfield Blackman, who definitely is well known for creating the, you know, what they call soca. And it became like a famous music that has spread throughout the world. And when you have this type of music, there's no way you can sit still after hearing it. As a founder of an organization, how much planning goes into any particular, any given event, such as the one that's taking place Sunday, June 30th? It definitely takes from the start of the year, which I would say from December to leading up to whatever 
you know, month you're going to have the event, at least a year of planning. And you have to delegate all this planning amongst different committees. There's no way one person can do it. And as I and my partner developed this, we were able to bring in a variety of expertise of people to help us, you know, make sure this event was carried out. We were all prepared for June 8th to really display how much work went into bringing the multicultural festival concert of colors. And due to God's will of the weather, that was unable to happen. But I wouldn't say we were fully prepared, but we were prepared enough to make sure that everyone that came to 5201 Parkside were left with a memorable experience. And something else I wanted to ask you, I was on the website, I happened to notice, maybe you could confirm this for me, is it true that Egyptian's going to be performing? Yes, Egyptian will be performing. We're very lucky to still have him on board after the postponement, after talking to his role manager and himself. They all believe in the mission of Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group and how hard we have worked to bring, you know, such a big event for our first year. Everyone is really amazed how how fast we were able to put together this program and have it six months from the time that it was actually planned. Basically, we wanted to show the city of Philadelphia that we were very a very serious organization that believed that culture through unity would bring a different look for Philadelphia. And we wanted to be a part of it from the end of May Memorial Day until the end of the summer. People are flocking to the beaches. So although we don't have a beach, we can definitely have culture and live music from June until the end of the summer. And during the Multicultural Festival Concert of Colors, will there be vendors featured as well? Yes, we will have both crafts and food vendors, gearing more to Caribbean and other ethnic cultures, you know, vending and cooking their food on premises and, you know, just smelling like flavor, you know, throughout the festival and the concert. The vendors are very excited because we wanted to give more to them for our first year by not charging, you know, these expensive fees that you have to pay, you know, usually to vend in these type of events. They are allowed to send us their logo and advertise on our community billboard page. Also, they're being mentioned in all the memberships that we have through different organizations, recognizing them for taking the opportunity to vend with us for our first year. Caribbean Heritage Carnival is giving back all that we can give for our first year for the support. And we believe in supporting the supporter. Thalia, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us on Talk Fusion for this Wednesday episode. Your organization, Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group, has a Facebook page. But if you could provide your organization's website and your social media pages, whether through Facebook or Twitter, that would be greatly appreciated. Sure. We can definitely be reached on www.chcgphilly.com, which is our website, and we could be followed on Twitter as chcgphilly on Twitter. You can also call the office if you have any questions or, you know, just want to learn more about our organization at air code 484-843-0768, and we'll be glad to help you in any way. We look forward to building relationships and partnership with 
people in the community and other organizations that have the same mission of bringing culture through unity. And thank you so much, Thalia Johnson. Once again, Thalia Johnson is one of the founders of the Caribbean Heritage Carnival Group, and they are hosting their first annual multicultural festival, Concert of Colors, Sunday, June 30th, Fairmont Park near the Man Music Center in Philadelphia, PA. You don't want to miss this event. And we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. Thank you so much for listening to our Wednesday episode of Talk Fusion. I'll be back Wednesday, July 10th to do it all again for our third season of Talk Fusion Don't Call It Radio. For those that like to reach out to me, you can contact me at talkfusion30 at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TalkFusion, T-A-L-K-F-U-Z-I-O-N, or you can like me on Facebook. And as I always say, Talk Fusion, don't call it radio. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.